what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, where our motto is, I, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 290, broken up into two parts, A and B. B. Thank you. 290A, posting on 8.9, will be a discussion on DC League of Super Pets. And mm. 290B, posting on 8.12, will be a discussion on the Hulu original, Prey. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me, as does every week, is my co-host, Roger Super Swine. Stillian. None, you, know, you don't look happy with that one. I don't know, buddy. All right. Well, that was one of the pig's names. Poor taste. And our lovely apartment guest, Chris. I can smell dog poop a mile away. <laughs> wow. I just figured that would be your super, as a dog, that would be your superpower. Just leaned into the poop joke, huh? The poop, yeah. All right. I mean, he called me fat, so <laughs> I don't... <laughs> What's going on, guys? Poor How has your week been? I'm back. Get this show back in fucking okay, order. Okay, so we said twice that you were... First of all, a couple of facts here. You were traveling the world in a in balloon drinking Keystone Light. There Chris, was some Keystone. But Chris said you were probably at least half naked, if not full naked. Yes. <laughs> so listen, I didn't wear sleeves for like seven consecutive days, so we'll start with that. <laughs> Wait, how's the sunburn then? Let's see. I don't have one though. Let's, let's see the guns. Bro. I'm good, bruh. Let's see the guns. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I'm good. I did get some sun up on the... The right. top of the, the really meaty area. There, there you go, yeah. But that's just because I was drunk and missed reapplying. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, those weird finger marks in the back there. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm going to die of skin cancer. I've never put sunscreen on. So. I mean, I doubt that's, that's why you're going to die. There's way to be morbid. Oh, it's fine. I, I accept my fate. Listen, there are other forms of cancer that get you first. True. Yeah, that's true. It's funny how we're native to a planet. Not, everything kills us. Like, everything kills us. Everything on this fucking planet kills us. We yeah. deserve it. Do we? Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, probably. You're right. <laughs> That's what we can all agree on. We, we talked about climate change a little bit ago. Not real. <laughs> Plans <laughs> rebelling. <laughs> I don't understand why all this extreme weather. So, question, <laughs> question for you then, Roger. Did you watch anything besides what we had to watch for the show on vacation? Um, I mean, I, well, so let, let me talk about my vacation for one second, though, because you guys will appreciate this. This is this will be the serious part of my vacation discussion, then we'll talk about how I golfed on edibles and chill like that. So... Um, <laughs> We get to this cabin, really nice cabin. Like we've we've worked with this company before, so we have a pretty good idea. Like with the cabin layout, it, it fits everybody. It's got a good kitchen, multiple bathrooms. You know, enough enough stuff for like ten to fifteen guys to be easily comfortable, right? So for the first time ever, so cell phone signal down there is generally pretty shitty. It's just just where you're at in the world. Okay, normally your cabin has some Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. even if it's satellite Wi-Fi, to, like, supplement that so you're not cut off from the outside yeah, world. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Well, turns out that our cabin doesn't even have Wi-Fi. Oh, no. All right, so now we're, we're, we're at, like, like one and a half bars of cell signal. Like, you can't even play music. Oh, no. It's that bad. <laughs> we have no internet. And we don't even have satellite TV. What? Like, I was as far off the grid <laughs> as I have ever been in years. You might as well be in the Stone Age, man, but about it, that. So, like, I never thought I'd be the guy like, oh, my God, I can't live without this sort of stuff. Well, then it turns out that without having even music you can play on your phone, you're like, this is shitty. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Your buddy brings out his guitar. You're like, oh, God, again. Yeah, that guy playing the acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> if that were happening, it would be broken and just thrown into the woods halfway through night one. What's yeah. that? What's that scene from Animal House where he just walks down the stairs? He's just playing a guitar. He just takes it and smashes it. Yeah, and then his, just calmly gives it back to him. His name's Jared, but it's spelled J Rod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no thanks. Um, 
And the, the only other thing wrong is we didn't have any flat ground because this cabin was built into the hillside. Okay. So we had to make accommodations on the giant wraparound deck to even play cornhole. Oh, no. And since we didn't have, you know, TV to watch <laughs> or music to listen to, oh, God. we had to do things, you know, to entertain ourselves. Man. You know, they have a really nice game room with, like, a pool table and a big giant TV mount on the wall that's just a black space on a wall. The guy was like, there's... You guys could have brought Blu-rays. I'd be like, that would have been great six hours ago when we fucking left. <laughs> they definitely should warn you about it. I feel like they should warn you about it. Well, look, that. if you book a cabin, the first thing it should say is no satellite, no Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, listen, you might want that. Maybe it did. Because mm. you didn't do the booking. No, but we went back and verified that oh, right. it still does not say <laughs> that. We also had a really long, lengthy discussion about maybe next year we have a little bit more people work on the booking aspect Ooh, of it. All right. <laughs> it was a serious heart-to-heart after, you know, halfway through day three of nothing, you're like, this is fucking... I'm doing? way too drunk to not even be watching TV. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing, guys? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty, you had a good time, though. Yeah, I mean, sure. As good a time as you can have without Wi-Fi. And TV. Well, you, I mean, you can do it like... music. It's not only having just one. It's having all three. Yeah, the combination yeah, yeah. of all three is not the best. Not great? No. Yeah, gotcha. Not the best. Did you guys at least go to like, the nearest Walmart and buy some Blu-rays? No. God, man. You just we drank it out? We, we powered through it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So we did go golfing the one right. day. So that kills off most of an afternoon. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that was fine. And the other day's the full-on canoe trip day. So you're we're gone from like 10 in the morning till... Whenever we return, so what, what's the paddling to beer drinking ratio on the canoe trip? Well, so the water was really up this year, so I didn't have to paddle nearly as much as okay. normal. So right. I didn't drink that much this year, though. You okay, just, I had good. I just I drank and I was fine, and right. I mean I ran out of beer though, so I guess I drank enough. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I had a personal cooler full of thirty five. Me and the guy on the boat with me, and we drank them all. All right then. Can't argue with that. No. Literally can't argue with that. So, But yearly trip was, was a success then. Overall. I mean, we'll have another one next year. So there you go. Yeah, we, do, we do Friendsgiving every year, me and my buddies. Yeah. Same thing. So I really enjoy that. Friendsgiving's a tougher pool for I me. can barely get friends and family to do fantasy football. You well, know we, we mean, call so. it Friendsgiving, but last year we did it in the summer. This year it'll be in November. I mean, it's just the spirit of all getting together for four or five days, doing nothing but eating food, drinking beer, and... Playing Magic the Gathering. Playing Magic, playing My video man. games. Thank My you, man. Chris. Listen, I'd be well, in. <laughs> the, other, the other part of it is, is normally, throughout, throughout the last several years, there's been a mainstay. Like, I always bring my GameCube because we would get drunk and play Mario Tennis, like yeah. old school Mario Tennis. Oh, yeah. And, like, old school Smash. Friendships are lost. Well, I did, I, here's the thing. I didn't bring that this year because the last couple of years, we hadn't used it in any capacity. And the first thing is like, dude, you bring the GameCube? We got no fucking Wi-Fi. <laughs> and it was like, ah! <laughs> The one year you don't bring yeah, it, the one year you needed it. Karmically punished. Yes, that, exactly. So. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. is what tough. Is. Well, now you guys know. I'm not more to be prepared. But how's your week, Chris? What do you do? Uh my week was fine. You know, had had a birthday party. You know, had some stuff happen for some. You know, some 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 injury scares. But we got it all ironed out, and you know, it, it was a good week though. We watched some stuff. I went and saw DC League of Super Pets with my kids, which was all, which is always good. So they like enjoy it. They did, yes. So did my wife. More than me. I, I didn't enjoy this movie. I gotcha. gotta be honest about it. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about Spoilers it. Spoilers for later, but yeah, I, I had a pretty normal week. Work. Um, went to the gym a couple times. Oh. But don't. I'm trying to get these guns up. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
trying well, to buy guns. Why are you guns? laughing at me? Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> are you, are you, well, because when you flex, nothing happened. Uh, nothing does happen. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I've, I'm it's okay fair enough. That, but. Why not just lean into that then? You know what I mean? I mean? I, I, but I have some powerful legs, and I'm wearing some... Super old, super skinny jeans, and they—I'm not the same size I was a couple years ago. <laughs> Reliable. Why would right? you do that to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> everything else was dirty there. Everything else was dirty in the laundry, so I just—I just found them, and put them on. I mean, I had other choices. I just chose these. Nothing humbles you real quick when you put on clothes and go, "Did I shrink these?" These were like ten years ago, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, they're fine. They're I'm fine. at the point in my life now during the summertime. I wear mesh shorts or my work clothes. That's yep. it. Like I don't. I like no. going out to dinner. I hope the black mesh shorts are good enough because that's what I'm putting on. Like, I don't... <laughs> so, like, I'm going to a wedding um, at the end of August or something, and I'm like, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to get dressed up outside of a work-related function. Oh, no. And, yeah, and it's going to be in the middle, end of August, and I'll be like, I'm going to want to die. It's be humid. Yeah. Yep. Maybe shorts and a tank top. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> they're, some, they're not my friends. Oh, well, it's all right. I mean, look, yeah. it's, it's all right. But Well, gentlemen, it's good to have you back, Rob. You're back. You know, Chris, you're leaving soon. I am. Yeah, I'm you'll going, be gone. I'll be week. in Colorado for five days-ish. So. But you'll, you'll be gone for both episodes? I, so I want to I wanna be there for Prey because I've already watched Prey, and it was I thought it was great. Well, but we just need 45 minutes of your time. 45 minutes of my time. We'll see. All right. All yeah. right. Maybe maybe I record mine and deposit it to you, and you can just cut out snippets. In. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that is great. Fiend. He's great. Seven done. Yep. No, 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 no. We'll find a way to accommodate. Yeah, yeah. And he's got Yeah, no, I'm going to Colorado. I'll be. Colorado. I'll be all right. I was born there. You guys know that from a weird story I told a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I was born or conceived. I, I miss both. Thank you. I miss Colorado. <laughs> um, I've been back a few times. Like nothing permanent, but I. Lo- Ever evergreen, if you're going up in the mountains and then that's when you start descending to like head towards Los Angeles. I love it up there. I mean, yeah. I think it's the air is different. It's it, yeah. it feels fresher. It feels more piney because there's a bunch of those trees. But man, I love it. Feels that. more piney. My job hunting venture may lead me to Colorado. We'll see. You know how that goes. But the, it, it, there's a we're we're kind of going for just you know for recreation. But some of it, a little bit of it is scouting well, just to see. It work to check it out. I yeah, mean, I got I got family that's up there. I'm going to go spend some time with him and his, and his wife, and we're having a good time. Who knows? You might go to Colorado and you might be a porn star. I'm just saying. Is that like a thing that happens in yeah, well, Colorado? Happening, or, huh? no, I'm saying, I don't think that's some possible. sort of like weird correlation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like oh, I love the story behind this. Denver, I mean, he, a porn he, star, he like, did yeah. say he did say he was born there and conceived. And conceived. So. No, I'm just saying. I mean, look, this, this, there's no limit. We can go there. You can find some cool jobs. There is a limit. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, there's oh, a limit. Why is there a limit? What I mean, the road always ends somewhere, buddy. That's true. That's true. I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited to go though. I, I've it's been a long time since I've like gone on like a like a a travel vacation. So you flying out or driving? We're flying. I'm saying, God, that, that drive. Listen, I've driven to Arizona. Well, you, only, you only said five days, and I'm just like, that's a two and a half day yeah, drive no, no. minimum. I've driven to Arizona. And and gas back. prices right now. So I'm. You know, While I can do it in a day and a half, I don't want to have yeah, to. Shit. Yeah, shit. Nope. Because then you're wiped out for a whole other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. or you just get on a plane and three hours later in fucking Denver. Right? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's, listen, that's fucking magic. Yeah. <laughs> it's time travel right, in guys, some cases. We have a show to do. Oh, man. No. He's, 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 he's roping us back what in. I don't love your ramblings, but. What a fucking downer. <laughs> oh, All right, this is episode 290, 10 short of the big three zero zero. Of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, was posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. 
Each and every week we look at the box office, current upcoming releases, what's streaming, trailers, and movies of the week. Without further ado, and as tradition dictates, gentlemen, let's take a look at the box office, shall we? Number one, I'm happy to say this, it beat DC League of Super Pets, Bullet Train. Thank yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I get to watch that movie. I know. I'm excited. Well, I'll be on that. Well, is that the episode I'm missing? That's yes. next Sunday. That's a week. No. <laughs> I want to see that movie so bad. Call in. Oh, maybe. How are you? Uh-huh. We have technology now, Chris. It's <laughs> a wonderful thing. Oh, man. All right. I've been so 30.1 million domestic, which brings it to worldwide total of 62.5. That's pretty good for opening Bullet Train. Is that his opening week? That's it? opening week of Bullet Train, yeah. It seems kind of low, though. Um, or we're used to for some of these I mean, things. against, you still have Thor doing business, Minions is still DC. I mean, I think it's a pretty solid number given the fact that if adults are going to the theater, you'd imagine it'd be for DC League of Super Pets or Minions, take kids. Gotcha, but, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get a little more of that next week. DC League of Super Pets, 11.2 million domestic, 83 million worldwide. That's not great for a weekend, a weekend, a weekend. Ah, DC's used to that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I, that joke. DC, I have a lot of questions for you guys, but we'll look at that. Yeah, that's fine. Number three. Nope. 8.5 million, 97 worldwide. Um, Chris, we like, we generally like that one. We did. Uh, 97 is low for a, for a Jordan Peele movie, though, but this is his first, like, within COVID, like, era movie, so. You didn't have a chance to watch that one, did you, Roger? Nope. <laughs> because there's the first half is... Is a very different movie than the second half. I, I will watch it once it oh, becomes sure available yeah. again. I, I had to make that promise to my wife that I would actually watch it because she was like, I really do want to watch it. I was like, because we had to make a decision towards the end of my vacation of what movie we're going to see. And I was like, we have to go see League of Super Pets because the last thing I want to do is come back out to the movies right. during one of my last days of vacation by myself to watch League of Super Pets because, one, I don't want to be arrested, and two, <laughs> I didn't really want to watch the movie anyway, yeah. so... Yeah, I was... This is like one... Like, every every year there's like two or three movies that I'm just disinterested in watching theatrically, and this was one of them. I, I just don't know what it is. Number four... Maybe we tweak our algorithm a little. <laughs> Number four, love, sorry, love Thor and Thunder. I'm kidding. Love Thor. Thor, love and Thunder. Another 7.6 million, bringing its very disappointing worldwide to 698 million. Very disappointing. Disappointing. 700 million dollars. Well, seeing as that was a 200 plus million dollar movie, this means Top Guns would be below 7 million, though. It is, but it's no longer in the top five. No. No minions. 7.1 million, oh. bringing in a worldwide of 905. But let's look where Top Gun is sitting. It is number six. God, you can't keep Top Gun down. $1.32 billion. That's way lower than it was last week, though. That he said billion. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. No, total, $1.32 billion. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I, the, oh, the weekly is... So Top Gun did another $7 million. Okay. God, and week 11, it's yeah. still doing yeah. $7 million. Yep. So it needs to stop making money so I can get it to watch it again. <laughs> so Well, uh, this was interesting because I thought we talked about Top Gun like 45 days would be on Paramount+. Plus. Well, it's because they said so, but then it just kept, but they kept making just money, kept though, right? Money, yes. so, cause Cause, like, well, that's what Paramount had said. I know, so. but... As long as it's making $7 million a week, they're, they're not going to pull no, it I understand, but on like, it my, to not. On my way into DC League of Super Pets, there was a very large family in front of us who bought tickets, all different age demographic, and we were like, oh, they're going to be in this movie, it's going to take up more seats, and they walked past the theater right into Top Gun. Nice. I, went, I went, you go Top they Gun. They made the right call. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I, I have a question for you, folks. Do you think, Roger and Chris, do you think it can hold on until the bid, the long weekend coming up in three weeks? No. I don't think so. Because it'll, it'll do another 20. Well, that, that, if it can hold on, it'll do what's another 20. What's the slate, though? 
mean, what do we got coming? I mean, because it's 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 so close to being in top in in the top twenty of all time at this point. I'll look it up while you while you look that up. So Roger, fill time. Okay. <laughs> so next we talk, Roger. Oh. Oh, you shit. guys want to hear about me doing edibles on a golf course? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Why, why <laughs> I, I already got it. I already got it. I already got it. I, already got it. I, got it. I mean, it was cool because, like, I was looking at my – I was wearing my sunglasses. Speaking of edibles, I, I got to talk to you after this. I was looking at my buddy. That's a great segue. <laughs> I was looking at my buddy, and I was in his sunglasses looking at the reflection of me in his sunglasses oh. going, oh, Infi- it's Infinity. Me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's what you think of your actor, Infinity. Oh, yeah. man. Sound Infinity. <laughs> This past weekend, August 5th, Bodies, 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 Bullet Train, and Easter Sunday. And I've done a slew of stuff on all the streaming services. Uh, August 12th, Fall, Inuo, Mac and Rita. August 19th, Beast, Dragon Ball Super, colon, Superhero. Chris, I know you're big on that one. Mm-hmm. August 26th, The Invitation and Samaritan, who's the, which trailer we're going to be talking about this very evening. August 31st, which is a Wednesday, 3,000 Years of Longing, which will do nothing. And then on September 2nd, Friday, Honk Why is that a Wednesday? for Jesus. Wait, is that Memorial soul. Day weekend? The, the 4th is, which is the Friday. I don't know why they did it on, on Wednesday. Huh. That's the one with... Um, the yeah, no, the movie. genie. Yeah, the, the, genie movie. the weird sex genie thing. Yeah, yeah it's the, weird, the weird sex genie. September 2nd, Honk That wasn't actually Jesus. a joke if people don't know what I'm talking about. That's real. Uh, also, Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version. That's gonna be so. It's only. It doesn't have much. I mean, Spider Man's really gonna kill it, whatever. But I mean, I feel like Top Gun can can, can hold on because there's literally between then and then nothing. Samaritan might do something, but that's on Amazon. That's not. Yeah. So it doesn't like nothing to get in its way. You know, nothing's gonna kick kick it out of sick. So anyway, that's. I'm, I'm excited to see. Well, I mean, that. you you'll find out next week if it starts to really fall off the right. table. So. I hope it doesn't. So Top Gun Maverick has now passed up Black Panther to take the 13th spot. Good. Its next one is a hefty one. It's got to make fifty more million to be top twelve and beat Avengers: Age of Ultron. Holy oh, shit! Yeah, no, but that's still, weird because, like it's it's a much better movie than Avengers: Such Age a Ultron. big movie to beat though, because so like it so Age of Ultron is then after after that is Frozen two with another fifty million to make. Though. It's not gonna make the, it. It won't. Might, it could possibly do. Yeah. So it's got to do a hundred. It's got to do. It's got to two hundred and fifteen million to break top ten. Furious Seven was was what well, it would kick out. If it can, if it can just survive another three weeks, it has a chance to make that fifty million to to pass up Avengers. Mm-hmm. It really does have a shot. Roger shaking his head no, but it's got a shot. It doesn't though. Seven million Look, a week at this point, you know, if it's lucky. But but on that on that holiday weekend, it'll make twenty or twenty five. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I got gotcha. you. But yeah, it's it's a hefty. But still, I'm happy for it. Thirteen oh, yeah, of all time. It's great. I, you know, twenty years later, I, I think thirty five. I, I think that's the 13th of all time is beyond any of the studio execs' wildest expectations. No, oh, God, but I mean, the thing is, too, is listen, I've been super pumped up for Top Gun for like a year and a half until yeah. it came out, right? We, I mean, we, we gushed about some movie and watched it. For them to even have this kind of legs, they're just like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know they're playing a third one. You know they've got to be playing another one. Well, so if they weren't before, they are now. There's no way they're not. It'd be real hard to get him back into an airplane at 94. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anyone can do it, it's Tom Cruise, though. True. If anyone can do it, it is my man Tom Cruise. All right, that's your upcoming. Um, let's take a look at what's streaming on Netflix. We changed the formula a little bit for this one, so all three of us chose one, and I'll go first. Uh, Eight Mile. This is on Netflix. Uh, by director Curtis Hansen, Eminem, a.k.a. Marshall Mathers, Mackay Pfeiffer, Kim Basinger, Brittany Murphy... 
2002. I, I always thought that movie was a little better than people gave it credit for. Uh, it's certainly, I think, one of the best movies Eminem has ever been in. A little better. That's an Oscar winner. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's. <laughs> I think when people think of Eminem, they don't. Or, sorry, Eight Mile. They don't remember the Oscar it won. They remember the song that made it so. Well, famous. that's the Oscar that it won. Well, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed that one. I thought that was a damn good movie. Eight Mile was a good movie, and it was a very. It was a big surprise for most people because not only is it Emma, Eminem's semi biopic thing, but he does a really good job in that role. Like nobody's like, well, he can't even do it. He does just fine. Yep. So. Then for him to never go farther down that path, that was always weird. Yeah, well, I mean, he never even... He did, I don't, maybe I guess he you can't do any to. better than that, right? Well, like, you know, he came out, he did it, he made a hit, and he's like, all right, cool, I won this fight. You know, just yeah, go to the next thing. Undefeated! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, maybe one. Yep, period. That's all you need. All right, Chris, you're up with the next one, Big oh. Daddy. Oh, I didn't... Oh, okay. Put me on the spot. Uh, Big Daddy oh. is the next one. Uh, director Dennis Dugan, Adam Sandler, Joey Leanne Adams, John Stewart, Cole Sprouse. Our buddy Cole Sprouse, as we know. Uh, Josh Mostel and Leslie Mann. Yeah, uh, this is what I feel like is Adam Sandler's uh, best movie. I know I get a lot. I'll get a lot really? of hate for that. Really, his best movie. I don't. I, I'm not a fan of Billy Madison, and <gasps> and the, and I'm, I'm not a fan of okay, the, no, real, the old school because Adam Sandler. I think Big Daddy still falls into that the tail end of the old. school. It does. It does. Yeah. But this is where I think what Roger mentioned earlier. This is like right when his career was like transitioning. Then shifted after. Yeah. This. Yep. So and like I don't know this comedy. I remember being a kid liking this movie. I remember being an adult and liking this movie. And it's a different movie. I haven't seen too. it since I became a parent. Oh, you'll cry. Like and now. Of a bitch. I, I can't wait to watch it now no, that I brought it back up. This is just a, it's got great laughs, and I think the humor will, will last the test of time, too. So, this is a good one, and it's a free for you on Netflix. All right, there you go. Uh, Roger Goodfellas, directed by Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, Lorraine Baracco, uh, Paul Sorvino, 1990, to name a few of the players. I'm very confident that I picked the correct movie here. And while both of you have picked adequate to <laughs> slightly above serviceable films, I have made the correct decision in choosing Goodfellas because it's Goodfellas. I have nothing else to say. I mean, it's it's one of score. If I think people from would now on, this will be a competition. This is the one where <laughs> <laughs> from this point but forward, always I won the first one. That's right. But this is I the, am also undefeated. This is the one where the guy you know looks in the mirror and says, "You're talking to me, right?" That's this movie. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, I, mean, this, I don't think people are going to argue with... What? What are you laughing at? Yeah, just go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people are going to argue with this being one of Scorsese's best. Uh, I don't think... Um, there might be a little... I mean, there's like maybe a couple in that toss-up, but I don't think people are going to argue with you. Doing to... coked-out Ray Liotta's driving around, and he keeps looking at the helicopter. Like, that's so incredible to me. <laughs> Ray Liotta, who's no longer with us, and that's been recent. Mm-hmm. So, True. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Is that what R.I.P. Ray Liotta. All right, gentlemen, let's talk about some trailers. Do we do upcoming? Yes. Okay. We did. Let's talk about some trailers. Let's start, let's start with Samaritan with I'm a Million Years Old, Rocky Balboa, a.k.a. He'd still whip so the shit out of you. He <laughs> I love it you just said him. Also you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of Samaritan? I like the idea behind Samaritan. I mean, it's got it's got unbreakable vibes, right? Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it does for Which, sure. And unbreakable is a great movie. So. Well, I mean, Samaritan. I mean, now, ask in earnest. I mean, this isn't that much different than a movie like The Equalizer with Denzel. I mean, they, they except make, he's a superhero. Except he's got well, but they. I mean, but it's fine. He's a superhero. That has, you know, but they're trying to ground it a little bit from the Marvel stuff. I think so. Look, that's what's important. Gritty superhero movie. Fine by me. Yeah. I, I always thought Hancock was a great movie. 
Like, I always love that movie. That's, that's low-key underrated, I think. Yeah, like, yeah. it's very good for what it is. I kind of get that kind of vibe from her, because, yeah. like, he doesn't want to do it or whatever, yeah. so. I mean, yeah, I, listen, trailer interests me. I think it looks like a pretty cool, it's Amazon, so you know they'll put at least a little bit of money into making it look yeah. as realistic as possible. Um, so, yeah, I'm okay with that. There, there's even a nice cringy line in the trailer. Yeah, yeah let's do it. What's the cringy line? I'm cool. Oh right! Oh, yeah. oh. I don't need I don't well, I don't need eighty nine year old Sylvester Stallone saying I'm cool. It's I, fine. I like the formula. He was also just hit by a car <laughs> at a high rate of speed. True. I like I like the formula. The old grizzled warrior, kind of ashamed of what he done in his past, trying to make up for it by you know protecting a city, I, I, protecting someone or a city. I like that formula. The old guy who's kind of at the end of his rope, but he's doing what he can to make good. It, I, I just hope it's good. I I kind of hope it's more rated R than not rated R because I think that would be an interesting we don't get those very often we have, the, we have the boys which I've still I need, I need to finish but um, we have the boys what I know I know I know I haven't finished it yet but um, I'm excited for the Samaritan uh, I, I really think it looks interesting and that's due out in a few weeks so cool yay. Uh, let's talk about Breaking with John Boyega what do you guys think interesting movie mm-hmm. Bank Heist which yeah. this kind of it reminds me of John Q so okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. at that, I'm at nope. that age now where I'm starting yeah. to see all the movies and movies are ripping off oh, now man, yeah. like every every week. So it's a good premise. I mean, and, and John Q was a good movie. So if you're gonna pull from something, pull from something. It was successful. certainly a very popular movie at the yep. time. Yeah. What do you think about breaking? I mean, I, I like the idea of him being a veteran who feels like he was ripped off by the VA and him doing what he thinks he needs to do. I mean, it'll be an interesting story. Like, but we have seen this stuff play out before, and it says based off true events though. So. I guess we'll have to do a little oh, research I, before I thought, I thought it was Samaritan. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Also that. <laughs> yeah. They exist in the same universe. Oh, yeah. okay. That, okay, no, never mind. That makes he's sense. Gonna, he's going to end up stopping oh, right, right. the bank heist. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I like this. Me too. That's not true at all. None of it's true. You, first off, <laughs> you I, I, don't, I don't know. You're not that off. Yeah. We don't know yet. I'll, I'll concede that you may be correct, but you're not 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that in the same way that like, I don't know that Rocky exists in the in the, in the same universe as Rambo. We don't oh yeah, I mean he was busy in Vietnam during the fights, so True. that would be. I mean he's not a fucking time traveler. That's also why Ali isn't in that. That makes a lot of sense. All right, fine. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> um, I think I like John, that. That's deep. <laughs> I think John Boyega is an above average actor. I'm really excited to see what he can do with it. I always like those. I call him Jumbo Egg is an interesting cat. Yeah, like, he is. He really he's, is. He's an outspoken fella. So um, far, I haven't I, I haven't disliked him any I've seen either. Um, I dislike I, the Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I dislike, said disliked him and I don't dislike him in the Star Wars. <laughs> is that Star better? Star Wars is pretty awful. It, all the three of those movies are pretty terrible. Um, I I like to call them phone booth movies. Movies that kind of take place with the majority all in one location. It forces the writers, director to get a little creative to keep it to keep it interesting. So we'll see what they can do with it. I'm excited for it. You think this movie costs two hundred million dollars? No, like like Spider. <laughs> what, what was that? One hundred and twenty-five or something like Where'd that. Where did that money go? I don't know. They I'm built sure. they they built that uh the facility that they filmed it in. I don't. Know. They, <laughs> they, they built the World War Two bunker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All I don't right. know. When you guys talked about Gray Man, you know how much that movie cost? Thirty right? thirty million in concrete. Two hundred. Two hundred yeah. million dollars. Netflix got the money though. Dude, no, no. Here's the thing, they they have less of it now, though. Well, true, but still, thirty-two billion dollars in stock evaluation, less of it, which is huge. Yeah. 
All right, last one for the week. Medieval. Chris, I'm going to look at you first because you like that medieval stuff. I do. This doesn't interest me yet, though. Really? I didn't see anything in this trailer that I liked. Okay. It looks, I don't know. So it looks like it looks like a B-movie, and it looks like a B-movie trailer. So it'll have to really pull me in if I if I watch this one. But so far, the trailer didn't do it for me. Not okay. this. So I'm in the same boat as Chris here, and, I, and I'm going to be completely bluntly honest. If Michael Caine wasn't in this movie, I would give a shit less. Gotcha. Like, I, w- I wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be on my periphery. I'd be like, so, all right, so whatever. The, the producers agree with you on that, so that's why they <laughs> Oh, sure, <laughs> sure. Hey, okay. Good for them. Yep. Good for Michael Caine. I don't know if you guys... Yeah, I mean, look, look, you know that guy... First of all, he's not moving in any of his shots. Second of all, you know we got at least five million for two. We days. saw just his yeah. face in all the shots too. <laughs> Michael Caine does not. He's not even. He's not even on set. He's, he's just <laughs> sitting in his living room. Fine. <laughs> just barking him out one at a time. Screen with like, oh, yeah, the guy they sent him a green screen backdrop. He's just sitting there with, in a chair with no pants on. Just the <laughs> how long are you going to be in my house? <laughs> Remember Harrison Ford? They came to him. Harrison Ford, when he, when he learns the mag trick, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know if you guys ever saw this movie. Um, a movie this one reminds me of called Ironclad. You may have seen it. I feel like I've seen that movie. Yeah. Um, Medieval movie, right? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I remember seeing it. Purefoy, James Purefoy, Brian Cox. God, it's been a long time since I've seen um, that movie. Five men hold a castle, hold Rochester Castle, to stop the oh, Norman invasion. You had me at five men. Um, yeah. But it's... Man, that movie is good. Yes. All right, man. I Underrated. <laughs> extremely underrated. That's okay. Mara also. Derek Jacoby. Man, that's good. And one of my favorite scenes in that movie is... I always love the big um, the big Claymore swords from history. Oh, yeah. When that guy... When, when, there are, when, when the Normans are almost in the wall and they've almost got the gate up, the keep, and then um, our, our, the main character, who is a Templar, Purifoy... Bust out the, the the massive claymore and he's and he's just slicing and dicing like that's awesome. Some, that's sometimes just, sometimes called a great sword for a oh, great sword yeah yeah for that, a reason that's probably more than actually that. no no claymore claymore is the is the very technical term for it but great sword is just it 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 was called that too but it's just a massive honking sword. I love that and also I, f- I forget his name but he he, he plays Bolvi in um, the Thirteenth Warrior, uh, also another awesome movie but. I love Ironclad. The second two were the, the sequel and the other one, third one were. I don't remember seeing the other ones. One was straight to DVD. One was theatrical, but it didn't do well. Ooh. So it, yeah, but it's, a, it's funny, Chris. They're all the same movie. Okay. A few people hold one small Fair. castle somewhere Fair. for a reason. Listen, it worked once, right? But not the same cast. So <laughs> yeah. it didn't, you know. Gotcha. But yeah, I'm excited for all three of those actually. Uh, Samaritan probably more than the other two because I want to see what they can. I like, I like um, Sylvester. I want to see. What he, I mean. He always surprises me what he can do. I'm definitely at least in for Samaritan. The other ones, but whatever. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. We have come to that time. Hold on. I, I want to talk about one thing okay. before we really dig into it. I thought about bringing it up during our little newsy thing. So I went on my vacation, um, obviously, the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And during my vacation, I read a series of articles about something that probably would hit near and dear. And I wish I would have prepped you guys for this, but I didn't know if I was going to talk about it today or not. But So... I read an article on one of my favorite websites, Defector, one of the few websites I actually pay for from a writer named Drew McGarry, who I've talked about on this show multiple times because he's a fiction writer too. He's very good at what he does. So he put up a post back in mid-May or so about watching a movie and about how on a big 4K TV, you know, with all the effects turned on, how the effects are getting shittier and shittier. Okay, which I can attest to that, right? Like I have the, like... 
I have like as high up as a setup as you could have for an in-home theater setup, and stuff just doesn't look as good as it used to. Okay. Like even back on lower quality TVs, you guys can attest to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like in 4K, special effects look fake and grainy and jerky and wonky they, as they hell. Can, right? Yeah. So back at the end of May or middle of May, he wrote a story about what how he thinks. A week later, somebody reached out to him from the New York Times about some stuff that they were starting to write on that he beat them to it. Mm-hmm. And so they, like, collaborated. And they had this big interview with the guy that they only refer to as Writer X about why the state of things are going. It's because they have to pump out stuff so fast now. Yeah. And everything has to be bigger and badder and crazier. And now it's, like, killing the industry people. Mm-hmm. It's like they are just getting ground into dust. So on the 2nd of August, he wrote something else about it after watching Doctor Strange because somebody else came, to, another person after the second article reached out to him because the guy he talked to, Writer X, was from the movie side. Well, somebody inside of Marvel's camp reached out to him, explaining to him like why they're in such a crunch. And it's a very interesting thing that I think if anybody, if you guys, those are those are right now, those articles are free on Defector. Normally, it's a pay website. If you guys ever get a chance, and anybody who's interested in that sort of stuff, check it out because it's insane. Hmm. Like the stuff they talk about, like you know, hundred plus hour work weeks, yeah. just trying to grind for like to make five or six minute fight scenes now for these people, how they're just destroying them. Just so we can watch more fake shit on TV, and it's yeah. just like wow. So I mean, something that'll correlate well with this is um, you said like they got to work hundred hour work weeks just to get like five or six minutes out. Well, I mean, they they have entire staffs parts just dedicated to it, just yeah. just on fight scenes. Yeah. So if you think things like I mean, we all live in the video game space as mm-hmm. well. Um, World of Warcraft is a good example of this. They make they make a cinematic for each for each expansion launch, yes. right? And they look. They look amazing. They're, they're, they're highest quality, top they tier, right? Yeah, absolutely. They, and uh, they've been interviewed, and, and they're they're asked about it, like why you don't put out more of these. And they say, well, because we begin working on the next cinematic the the second that the last one c- comes out. So they work on these for two to three yeah, years, years at a time, and that's and they get a nice three four minute clip out of that. That's a lot of time and work just to make the next one happen. And now they're trying to do that for movies. Well, well and think about those it. Out. Yeah, well, think about it from the Marvel Gravy Train, right? Yeah. Hey. You get four months between movies sometimes. Right, this, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, obviously they have entire difference. It's yeah, not the same yeah. staff around but still, everything. To, but to iron that out and polish it out, that's, you, that's Well, time. here's the thing. Even when they polish it out, it still is lacking yep. anymore. And after reading that article, I went back and watched Doctor Strange again. Doctor mm-hmm. Strange 2, because it's on Disney+, Plus yep. in 4K, HDR10, as high of clarity, the if best setup as it can be. It's not great. Mm. Like they're like it blurs itself out. Like, yeah. It's indescribably weird at some points mm. of like you can't tell what's really going on, and it's that's not going to change. Mm. So that's, I thought that's... I thought that was interesting and saddening at the same time. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Well, that's why I appreciate a movie like Extraction so much because those are practical effects. Well, no, and, and the last movie that I worked that I was not that I was working on location, not, not on location like on set instead of in the office, was Dark Knight Rises. And when they were on the when they were on one of the airfields in Pittsburgh, the stunts team they were doing they were they were doing there's three major fights in that movie, and the stunts team would every day go over the steps and like drilling it into their head for what comes out to be about 15 seconds on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like those guys because I mean, they're working the armor came, but like some of the guns were the one the guns that the principal were, were holding were real guns. Everyone else had fake guns, but yeah. to make it look the most real, so they were going. I mean, some of those guys moved so. So quick and with such precision, you got to get it down. Yeah. You have to. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's a movie like Extraction. I promise you, some of those, some of those 
practices, they practiced for months for a, a four-minute shot. I promise you they did. But you got to get it right. Imagine what the practice goes into those, into those long shots, too, because Extraction has one of those, right? The long or, the driving scene. Yeah. Like, like, like imagine how much is, goes into that scene to make that work because it's got to be perfect on the, well, on the long like shot. Same with Atomic Blonde. But like, you also got to remember where's the camera guy's going to be. And the person yeah. behind the camera with his hand on the guy's back to let him know it's okay to move back and forth. Yeah, so he doesn't fall off a goddamn there's, there's stage. Different, like, there's different things you do with your hand to let him know. Like on, if, you, if, you're, I, if your palm comes into his back, he, he knows he, he can go backwards, mm-hmm. but if it doesn't, he knows he can't. Like Stuff like that, they've worked out. Yeah. But like you got like the sound guy has to be there. I mean, so many movie parts in a lot of these different sequences. But it is nuts. It, it's yeah, insane. it was interesting. Somebody actually came forward and be like, "Hey, look, we are, we do try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just they have us crunch so hard. Yeah. Sometimes you got to get to like, hey, this would get you a C minus, and like send it." <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say, it, but look, that's where things are going right now. You should send me those articles. I'll read them. That, that interests me. Okay. Why, why is that the one you pay for? I, of all the articles on the internet, or of all the things you can pay to read, why is that? It's a hell of a website. Fair enough. It's, okay. a, it's I mean, it's it's a good one. 79 bucks a year, so about 8 bucks, you know, yeah, 6 okay. bucks a month. I mean, so. if you like content, you like content. Really yeah, no, because it's, it's not just that. That is just something that they do from time to time. It's usually sports-related stuff, so gotcha. like it slides right into me. Gambling, that sort of stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen, it's time to get into... The movie of the week. Let's do it. A fully animated movie. DC fully. League of Super Pets. Which also had animation issues is one of the things I'm going to complain about. Let's get the Rotten Tomatoes. This is where I kind of... I guess I take issue because it's, it's way out of line with what I thought, but... I haven't looked at the spread yet, so I'll be interested to hear that. It's bigger than what you think. Tomato meter, 72. Okay. Uh, audience score, 88. That's the, high, that's the one that bothers me. Mm, all right. Well, so I think the audience score here, you get heavily skewed people taking their kids to a movie. Mm-hmm. And that... Right. No. If your kids liked it, you got to give a good score, right? Yeah, you can't not give a good score. So let's talk about some some of the voices in here. Some you may have recognized, some you may not have recognized if you didn't stick around for the credits. By the way, did you guys stick around to the end? Oh, yeah. yeah. At the very end? Yeah. There, there's an after credit scene. Yeah. I can't wait for the, two for the second one. Hey. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. All right, Dwayne Johnson as Crypto, the super dog. Kevin Hart as Ace, the bat hound. John Krasinski, which I didn't I didn't get until I saw... Like, I couldn't peg his voice. Yeah, really? I, I'm a little embarrassed about that. Yeah. But I didn't get John Krasinski. I did, however, get Keanu Reeves because I love uh, Immediately. Keanu oh, yeah. yeah. As Bruce Wayne. Kate McKinnon as Lulu. Vanessa Bayer as PB, the pig. Natasha Leone as Merton. Diego Luna, which I also got. Oddly enough, I know Diego Luna's voice very well. Jamil... Jamila Jamil as uh, as Wonder Woman, sorry. Mark Marin as Lex Luthor. Dasha Palancho as Jessica Cruz, which is the Green Lantern. Olivia Wilde, I didn't get this one either as Lois Lane. I did not get that one either. I was a little ashamed. Uh, other names are Jermaine Clement, David Diggs, John Ely, Ben Schwartz, Thomas Middletich, and David Pressman, directed by Jared Stern. Roger, what's DC League of Super Pets about? Super Pets. Doing super pet things. Thanks for that wonderful wrap up. Appreciate that. I mean, super pets. It's a weird movie for me to to describe to you. So, what it is is Crypto, played by The Rock, is Superman's dog who has been here with him the entire time. You know, aging pretty well for a dog. Because <laughs> you know, in dog years, he's you know two hundred and forty five years old, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um. 
But yeah, I mean, he he meets up with these other dogs. They all end up with superpowers after he loses his, and it's 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 a kids animated movie that has superheroes and super dogs in it. Yep. The, the plot is that. So. <laughs> Well, the plot, it, the thing is, it's very predictable where it's going. Of course. And, and all the super pets derivative was... and blah, blah. I mean, but look, I, I hate to bust on a movie like that because, listen, this movie, you know, sometimes we, we talk about movies that are for kids and adults, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about animated things, some of the best anime stuff, some of the high-level Pixar or high-level DreamWorks stuff that is just as entertaining for kids as it is for adults and vice versa. This movie is clearly built for kids. Like, step-by-step, paint-by-numbers, just for children. As an adult, like, I sat there and, like, I audibly went, ugh, at least three or four times during this movie. No, I'm not saying this movie overall was bad. It is not. But this is one of the ones where I was like, this really isn't geared for me. Hmm. And it's not like, you know, because we talked a lot about this with the Crawdads movie, is look, that movie's not geared for me either. But at least I understand why a man my age may watch that movie. Yeah. Even though I have kids, I will probably never watch this movie again because it just doesn't appeal to me anymore. So I think the concept is neat, but then watching the play on the screen, I'm like, eh, whatever. I was, I found myself, I was bored most time through this movie. I was just, I was bored looking at my watch and wondering how much longer it's going to be, which it wasn't that long either. It what didn't, it wasn't terribly long. No, it's like it's like 105 minutes. Yeah, it's not it's nothing, but sweet I, spot for kids' movies. Yep. There's a but. I also thought a lot of the dialogue, especially for a production with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart, Kate McKinnon, and a ton of other people, was it was it was oddly didn't the dialogue was oddly not well written most so, of the time. I um I read an article not from the factor on this one, but I read an article about this movie after I watched it, advocating to not have super famous people voice all the voices in movies like this and you get better movies because they don't have to be The Rock. They don't have to be Kevin Hart. They can just be... Someone. An actor. Yeah. Yeah. And that put a lot in perspective for me here because I'm just like... At no point does Crypto being voiced by The Rock change how I feel about Crypto. Right? Yeah. Does it it do it for you guys? No. Um, Ace... Batman's dog, Kevin Hart. Does that really matter that it's Kevin Hart? No. Of the two, though, I think Kevin Hart matters more. Well, okay. He's a, he's a comedian. Well, I think he's better for that kind of role. I agree. Which, uh, absolutely. But then, like, Kate McKinnon's character, like, I don't, that's fine. Whatever. She's weird enough to do something like this anyway, because she's super weird. <laughs> she's right? very weird. Yeah, yeah. But then the other things, I'm like, I get it. Like, Keanu is Batman. Okay, I laughed at that. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Sure, because, you know, he talks like Keanu slash yeah. Batman, which is hilarious <laughs> to me. But, yeah, it's just like having somebody like The Rock, it, just, it feels so forced. It feels so wooden. And it's weird to describe voice acting as wooden, but you guys know what I mean, right? Oh, yeah. He's just reading the script, and he's, I'm The Rock! Because it's not like I'm in, like, distress. He's just reading the script, because that's what's in front of him. <laughs> like, his no, voice inflection right. never really changes. Even though you can, like you can tell he's like when he's hurt he's just like oh I'm so hurt. <laughs> well, but then, Fuck. Then, then again that comes down to our conversation we have of the Rock is the Rock no longer plays characters he's just playing himself. Sure. And it, this Rock sounded to me like early Rock like everything is clearly enunciated it just but you could tell it's a Rock and you could tell he just this wasn't this wasn't on the forefront of his mind when he was doing it. So I w- I will take Moana Rock over Crypto Rock any day. Any day of the week. Well, Mon is made by a studio that knows how to motivate 
voice talent. Sure, and, yeah, okay. And, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying that like The Rock needs motivate. I'm just saying like it's different on the screen, like when you're live action versus when you're talking to a mic with a character. It's I think it's a lot different there. And like Pixar is no slouch, or Disney is no slouch to know to, to do that. But DC League of Super it seemed to me like he didn't want to be doing the role. Every time he spoke, I was I never got jazzed and to be you know Superman is one of the greatest superheroes of all time and his dog should have been the same and it's not that I got that from his voice which I'm which I'm going off anyway what about you Chris I think it's crazy I think this movie's fine I think this movie's great I I didn't say it was bad though yeah, yeah. but like more, more specifically Dwayne the Rock Johnson is crypto yeah well I think I think he was fine I, so uh, do I feel like he may have phoned in a little bit yes okay hundred percent but I think he's the only one that did on this because I think everyone else is fantastic. I think I think Kevin Hart was I think Kevin Hart did a great job of voicing like com- this is a better movie than Man from Toronto and it's a kids oh, movie so you know what I mean but like, I, sure it's a better comedy movie it's a better everything and Kevin Hart is in both movies and this one's just better like all around and I had a I mean he does great all the other voice actors you mentioned do do a fine job or or do good I thought this movie actually had a good bit of you know heart behind it. Besides, maybe you know, Dwayne Johnson. I, I would argue though that Kevin Hart is better, more built for this kind of role than The Rock because that's as, true. Well, after coming off the Man from Toronto, especially, this isn't a Kevin Hart movie. No, this movie has Kevin Hart in it. True, and that's better for Kevin Hart, the actor. I think maybe, yeah. Yeah, I honestly do feel that way. Yeah, so. I gotcha. this isn't the first time they worked together either, Kevin Hart. No, they. they no, this is like their fourth I, movie. I'm pretty point. sure they're boys. Yeah, like for real. Point. They yeah. gotta be. And that, that, that's Listen, cool. I want they, famous friends. I want famous friends too. They did the tortilla <laughs> challenge together, so they're definitely they're boys, hundred percent. I mean, Kevin Hart does though. He does. You're right though, Roger. I think Kevin Hart's more built for a role like this than. Pretty the ensemble rock. cast. It's just, yeah. Because, I mean, a role, I mean, it's also, I think, what Kevin knows better is timing. And you need to get the timing down. And the the voice inflection and timing is more important than anything else when when, when voicing a character. Especially when you know. you're in a, in, a, in a recording booth by yourself reading lines off, right? You know what I mean? Like, to understand the comedic timing of, of, of your stuff with no one to riff off well, of probably I, matters a lot. I'm pretty certain that... They weren't doing solo recordings no, in some of this. Okay. Because, like, there, there's a couple of scenes that I think it was Kevin Hart that put out that him and The Rock are on the other side. Like, they're okay. not right beside They're like us sitting right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're, they're doing line read like that. Like, that I think you'd have a better way to play off each other. Oh, yeah. Instead Absolutely. of just, you know, like, the wooden, I'm in a video. Um, just, oh, no. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Like, I don't know. I just like I, the thing is though I don't think this movie's bad. It's just I, I look at it from a different scale for the first time in a long time. I'm like I probably didn't need to watch this. Yeah, you know, well, it's, so it's like, not built for me. So go back to something else you guys said. I, I disagree with the fact that like this movie's just for kids. This had a uh, this had a lot of I don't know. I think Shrekisms would be a good way to well, put it. The turtle certainly. Well, beso- so well, here's the thing. Curse, like, here's the thing. I think the turtle's the weakest part of this movie. It, it, well, it, it's unnecessary. Yeah. I think so. Like so, like me and my wife both chuckled a lot in this movie, and also we also had a good crowd, right? We had a a pretty packed theater. There was a few families in there. There were kids laughing and having a good time and stuff. There were adults that were laughing at like at the more adult oriented humor, and maybe it was contagious. But like we had a good time at this. We there's a couple good chuckles out of us. The turtle was fine. I think the turtle was the weakest 
part, and I think I know you'll agree with me because you mentioned something the other day about it. There's also some cheap stuff with with the with the turtle that you know I think is low level humor that yeah. just doesn't land. After it, the first but it's time. it's weird in this type of movie. It is, and maybe that was their way of like you know giving the adults something. But there's other ways to do that. You know, you, you guys are talking about the the curse word being bleeped out. Well, no, I'm like no, I'm pretty sure you're talking about like trying to bang the, yeah, the helmet. No, right? Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. so listen, yeah. the, the curse thing. Oh, listen, I, I'll be honest with you. The first time the curse thing happened, I laughed. Yes. Because it was just so, like, out of left field. Which doesn't happen in a kid's movie. Right, right. It was funny. Yeah. Okay. But that happens twice more. Yeah. It does. It does. And after the second one, I'm just like, the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're literally recycling the same joke yes. here. At that point, it becomes... And it wasn't, oh. it wasn't that funny the first time. It was just out of left field. True. So. But yeah, the, the weird "I'm gonna bang this helmet" thing was kind of like yeah, hey, yep. And then they even lean into it; they bring it up again at the end. It's like okay, whatever. Well, I mean, I, I thought the turtle had one of the funniest lines when she put the glasses on. He goes, "Whoa, you guys aren't turtles." Which, which, which I chuckled about. Yeah. This, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought was. Genuine. You're not turtles at all. I, I, I did belly laugh at that because yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Only time I belly laughed though. Only time. I okay. expected too many more times. So I you talked about having a good theater experience. Yeah. I did not have the greatest theater experience. Okay. Now listen, I, I understand. I did go to a kid's movie. I did have my kid with me. But we did go to a kid's movie in the middle of the afternoon. So there it was a large contingent of kids. Yeah. There was a bad family in our movies. Oh, okay. There was one of those. They were like, the kids are running around oh, yeah. and like yelling. And yeah. so much so where I almost was like, get your fucking kid. Somebody else beat me to it. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. Look, I have really low tolerance for that, yeah. and somebody else beat me to it. So, congrats to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I had a screaming kid, which is which is a part of the same family that that was having a good time and also laughing. Did but, they remove the screaming kid though? So they didn't, but they did. They did work together under control though. You could you could audibly hear them, you know, trying to calm the kid down at least instead okay. of just let the kid wail for sure. twenty minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never, never a good look. No, no. But no, it, it happens more and more these days too. It does. I'm talking twenty twenty two. You you hear me, don't you? <laughs> They uh they paid for their movies how they look at it yeah yeah well I get you but everyone I mean look it, everyone in the theater paid for the movies exactly so, so don't don't ruin everyone's experience I mean we have unique experiences from being from yeah. the far theater side the first yeah, time yeah, some yeah. reason why I paid for this movie too and I had to look them right in the face and be like so did everybody else in there yep yeah. and your eight dollars isn't worth their eight and I remember you you had to deal with that at Marquee several yes. times because they, they they have some sort of weird entitlement here's your money back. Go. Yep. Yeah. Like, That's it. I will come back here. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you for making it easier. Does that mean your kid won't come back as well? Thank you very much. Have a nice day. I mean, it's just perfect. Incredible. People you know, I'm gonna write this down, right? <laughs> Look, I've worked in the movie theater for like for at least half my life, and I'm 37. Literally half my life for years. I've dealt with that more than yeah. more than once. Now, people, mothers just just parents just sit there with their kid is just. Being obnoxious and being loud, and they're just staring at the screen like, yeah. "What do you get up so, and go outside?" So I say all this with having, you know, my youngest. She can she can be a handful in a theater sometimes. She it's, have a good time. She had a good time. That's you awesome. Know? Yeah, and, and like, but it's one of those things where I've been I've been the parent with the kid who's who's yelling. I can't get you know can't get under control. So you walk. So you know we've taken her out and had, you know, she calms down. If not, you know. We don't go back in, and the other two finish the movie. Right. So, so there, there is a level of expectation there with is. that. And as a parent, I have a level of expectation with my kid. If she's at the movie, if she's not having a good time, I won't ruin everybody else's time on purpose. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I will do my best. Yeah, yeah. To remedy this, mm-hmm. if it's we gotta leave, you know, same thing with the dinner. Yeah. Listen, you fucked up dinner. Yeah. Go sit in the car. <laughs> I agree. I mean. 
that's just the way life yeah. is sometimes. At least how I assume life should be. Yeah, but uh, but back to the point. I had a good I had a good theater experience, and I think it played into the positivity of of the movie with like me and my family. However, the theater was really cold. Like we like we needed to go get a blanket cold. Oh, Wait, what were, were uh, did you watch it at AMC or no, Marquee? Oh, Mar- my AMC theater was it I was, was freezing. Freezing. In I there. wore short sleeve. Sh- I wore shorts and short short sleeve shirt. I was. By the end of it, I was very happy to be done with the movie. Yeah, it was strange. It was I'm to the point cool. in my life, no matter where I'm at, I always have a long sleeve shirt on for a movie because it's just it's weird to be old. It's yeah, it's <laughs> just that thing. Sometimes it's so hot, and sometimes it's cold, yeah. and they never just get it right. What's the problem? Yeah, at one point, I looked over, and my wife and my four year old were under the same blanket, cuddled up, <laughs> and, uh, and and my my oldest, who was next to me, had. The two jackets they came with underneath of it, and holding my arm for warmth, mm. not for compassion or for you know, it's just because I'm <laughs> I'm a I'm a living eater. Yeah. Just to stay alive. Yes, you're the warmest <laughs> member of this family. Yes. Yep. Okay, so moving moving past the experience we had, mm-hmm. um, well, how well how do you think that? In, let me ask you because I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. All I have is my experience with like being in auditoriums with kids that are like. Once one or two of them start to laugh, the rest of them start to laugh oh, yeah. too. Well, laughter's contagious. No, and that's cool. That's cool though. Like yeah. that. That's, that's, I, that's I have no I problem with kids having a good time and laughing in a movie, especially like literally a children's movie. Yeah. You know, it's not like they're they're in the middle of like, you know, watching. Uh, what was the last? Nope. You know, they're oh, yeah. they're not watching them and be like ah, like, <laughs> fucking uproarious laughter, like yeah. inappropriate. All right, yeah. inappropriate here. Because, I mean, listen, it's fun to have a good time with the movies, right? Yeah, it is. So not only do I want to like this movie, I want to have a good experience. Yeah. And having people laugh and little kids like Because little kids laughing is one of the coolest things in the world. Oh, right? yeah. It truly is. It's pure. So, it's, it's heartwarming. You know, yeah, yeah, it is. So, I don't like, like me, I laugh at inappropriate things all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm a piece we, of shit. Yeah. So. yeah, we, we, we exchanged some pretty amazing texts back and forth. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about how the movie was. Okay. Question number one, Chris. You're usually the guy who points it out. Animation style. Animation style is fine. It's clean. But I thought it was old. Well, here's the thing, though. It also seemed dated. Yes. Well, I'll Fair, say that. Like, like 10 years yeah. plus dated. But we're talking about Warner Brothers Studios here, so I didn't expect too much out of them, first off. Second off, there's a few points in here where the animation is very bad. CGI is very bad. Uh, there's that. There's the nightmare sequence that happens real quick. And I don't know about your guys' theater, but in my theater, it slowed down the frames. And it got very choppy within and it did not look it was it was really bad but it was only during that part of it so i feel like it was the actual animation studio not able to figure out why it was a, it had an issue could be and it didn't play back right but it's a c it's a c plus at best send it you know what i mean that's what happened there you know it's only like a 13 second 20 second clip in the movie but i was like oh god this is terrible and then um and then later on in the in before the climax, the very end of the three-phase boss fight that happens at the end of this movie, there's um there's phased. there's some rockets yeah there's some rockets that are fired at well there's a rocket ship in the air and there's a lot of smoke coming from it and it looks like it's just photoshopped on top like someone like that literally has like an ad some later well, on it's like it's got like a smoke file like a smoke generic like like PNG file and they just Cut it out and put it underneath of the rocket. It, it looks super it, bad. It does. It does. It just doesn't look good. And it's like, what are you doing? How do you so, do this? I, I really noticed how dated and old style the uh, animation looked during the scene where like everything was smoky. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like towards the fight scene, towards like as the whole thing unfolded. I'm just like, man, this really looks like I'm watching someone almost standard deaf here. Yep. Which is weird, but so here's the other thing: the project before this. You know what the Warner's Warner Animation Group's project before this was? What? 
It was it's Space been a while, Jam, right? Yeah, I was say it's been a while. Space Jam's animation wasn't very good either. No, it wasn't. It, it, even it, then. Yeah, it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, I'm talking about the second Space Jam. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, even second, then, even worse. Second Space Jam. But before that, though, I mean, they had Scoob, which is fine. That movie was nothing wrong with that. But, I mean, this is the same group that did the Lego movies. So, like, they can do animation at its highest mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Because... Say what you will about the second they Lego movie. They have the same movie. guys on this from Lego movies, too. Well, you same animators, I'm sure. Yeah, it's yeah. all the same group. But, I mean, if you take the original Lego movie, it's hard to top what that did for animation, period. Yeah. So, that's also pretty... That's also the best Lego movie, bar none. That one... Well, the Batman one very, is very funny as well. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's weird that this is the same kind of group that... Again, though, you know, we talked about visual effects earlier... Mm-hmm. It's weird that we have this kind of conversation because, look, if you had to delay this movie, no one cares. True. <laughs> Maybe the Be like, we, we need to clean it up. All right, because, look, this movie wasn't a whole lot of money either. Not, I'm mm. not talking like $50 million. It's only about a $90 million budget. Yeah. Kick a little bit more. Let's clean that shit up. Yeah. Because, look, we, we have seen where if you delay stuff and make it look better, people appreciate that. Yeah, but maybe AKA the Sonic film. Maybe they're thinking it's just a kid's movie. Who cares? Get it out there. You know what I mean? Well, look at Minions. Minions looked a whole lot better. It went at Warner Brothers. I don't think it was Warner Brothers. No, no it's, it's Universal. Okay, Universal. Yeah. That's, but that looked a whole lot better. Oh, yeah. And and it, well, but here's the thing. In the, in the long run, too, Minions is going to make a whole lot more money, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, think of it this way, too. Minions is what movie seven in a whole franchise they're, they're on it their animation is locked in at this point yeah where well, like he said space jam was the last movie what the hell what, are, what were they animating besides that no. nothing and that movie sucked anyway so yeah. it did Jeez. yeah but i don't know yeah, the animation looked a little dated yeah I like- so, but like it didn't it didn't help that the animation looked dated like it kind of in, in a way it kind of hurt the 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 terrible dialogue and it's just especially the dialogue they're walking on the street he's explaining the smells thing like a fourth grader could have written that. Oh yeah, You're like there's nothing. Well, it's still like, fourth grade. Again, though, that that's the thing. So that's parts like that is what I realized. Like they're not trying to explain this to me. No. They're trying to explain it to my ten year old. Yes, like that's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give it some leeway in that. But however, I'm in this theater too. That's yeah. my point. I am here. <laughs> yes. Well, it wouldn't so. be so bad if we if we hadn't had movies in the past that we've already named several of them that. That are immaculate. That well, are the best of the best. So, like, like Chris brought up a little bit ago, one of the very things you said, you enjoyed this movie, it, and that's that's great. Like, I don't hate this movie. This this movie, the problem I have with this movie is it's so average. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing in this movie that sticks out to me. So, there's I like, agree with that. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, voice cast is awesome. No, mm. animation was awesome. No, story awesome. No, no. generic, all of it. it. It is cookie cutter. It's they used every bit on the budget on something else besides animation. The, the Rock. He raised. He's forty-five. <laughs> forty-five of the ninety million. Yeah, yeah. He's at least twenty. At least twenty of it. But not more. It's it's like I ex- I expect better, mm-hmm. and I, I know at this point in my life that I shouldn't. But when I, <laughs> so like a ninety billion, a ninety million dollar budget, right? You know how much stuff you can make for ninety million dollars. Can Why make, do I have to keep bringing that up? You can yeah. make ninety plus the Vast of Nights. You can make that wasn't that wasn't even it's, a million It's hundred and ten yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a hundred and ten. Those were and those were and those were like Chris was like, oh, we can do a Vast of a little throwaway movie. I thought yeah. it tried to be one of my favorite. It was fucking movies. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Then, but like, I mean, okay, we just talked about the Gray Man. Mm-hmm. No, you, you, you didn't. I, I did. Okay. You did. So Gray Man. I watched the Gray Man. So so okay. So I did what what I didn't expect. The Gray Man. A little aside here is. 
you know, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, the, I mean, two of the the best and biggest, you know, actors in their age group. Fucking Argos looks huge, doesn't he? I mean, he, and then you have the Russo brothers who have made some of the biggest movies in history. Also, they make bad movies. That, I mean, Pretty Little Bridges is, is, is certainly a thing. Well, uh, so is the Gray Man. Well, <laughs> the is like, That's going to get a sequel, though, but it's still so not very good. Because they've already, I think because Netflix said the sequel before it got released, so I think they have to now. They can't not. Yeah, they can't. Well, no. they can. But I think they did it because they knew what they had and they needed to get people to watch it. Yeah. So that's well, at some point we're getting a sequel for Bright. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that was fucking five years ago. Um, my point is like, a movie with you know, this movie, I, I'm so let down because my expectations were much higher than what I what I walked out of the theater with. See, much I, higher. I, I guess I had I see my I had the opposite. I had no expectations of this movie. I expected it to be pretty bad because it's DC. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, like I had low expectations. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I get Rogers. That's what I was gonna bring up. Like. It's DC and it's bad. Like that's part of the course for all the DC shit. Well, I mean, so, uh, I mean, one day it won't be. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> say, I'm gonna say this unironically. This is the second best DC movie I've seen. Like, period. Whoa. You know, like, like. Fuck, you might be right. I know. The that's the saddest part. It's a joke. It's, it's, it's at least top five. Yeah. I don't even have to think about it. It definitely is better than the second Wonder Woman movie. It's better than. Hold on. What? What's your number one? DC. DC. DC Wonder Woman. Yeah, for Wonder, okay, Wonder, Wonder Woman one. Yeah, yes, it's it's incredible, amazing movie. This is this is right behind. This is not right behind it. This is like the next step, right? Which is saying well, something. I know. Like, it should be it should be Wonder Woman, then Aquaman, and then maybe DC League of Super Pets. Yeah, okay, okay yeah. That, that's kind of their. No, no, hold on, no. I got we gotta recycle that a little bit. Hold on. The new Batman movie has to slide in. It. Okay, okay, uh, but that's not, counting that that's though. Not, well, that's yes, not it part is. Of the, but it yes, is, it is. Though. That, that's a DC movie, but it's not part of the extended universe. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. They wait. Have have they gone back and they they have to. Robert Pattinson was is like okay. I didn't know they reconned what they said. Well, so I would put that now. Okay, I would yeah. slide that in above Aquaman, yeah. but still top five. Yeah, like no. All right, so it's like a solid four. Yeah, <laughs> it's just missed the podium, right? At <laughs> a at a what I consider average at best. It is just... it? And that's a sad stat, but it's it, it's there. Wait, are we counting the Suicide Squad movie? I mean, even I, if, even I, if you do, I kind of like the second one a lot. I kind of like the first one. No. The first one's shit. Yeah, kind of shit. But like some of the <laughs> moments in there are great. The Will Smith moments are usually great in that movie. Okay, well, yeah. Say what you want. I but get I mean, you. We get credit. Can we count do. the we Peacemaker have... show because it's also no. fucking awesome? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing it. So I mean, this is a bigger discussion, but I wanted to bring up the fact that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, okay, that does that does movie. factor in though that DC is still on a really bad run of movies. Yeah. So. And this is no different. Like this, if this would have been a Marvel, I mean, the Marvel What If stuff is great. It is, yeah. Dude, listen, like, what is going on? That's not even that's not even three D well, so, animated, and it's better animation. Well, let me ask you this: If this movie wasn't DC League of Super Pets and it was Marvel League of Super Pets, would you have had more expectations going in? Yes, hundred percent, far higher than. Well, okay, so subliminally, it does the DC part. Works right. in our brains before we see it. I get your right. point. I get your point there. I, have no I should be tuned for it to just be bad. <laughs> yes, because until they make something good, I have to. Assume here I am not. dragging my ass in here, going. At least I get to watch. I literally said, at least I get to watch this with my kids. That was like the highlight but, you of know my. What? You know, I. You're 100 percent correct. 100. <laughs> percent I, I I missed the boat on this one. <laughs> like, I walked in like, huh? All right, DC. This one isn't your worst. But no, I mean, I did though have the oh, moment yeah. in time where I was I was absolutely bored during oh, this yeah. movie. So let's talk about the story for just yeah, like, ahead, like yeah. two two minutes yeah. here. So the real part of the story is um, Crypto Superman's dog is the only one that actually has powers. 
Um, a meteor comes to Earth made of, what, orange kryptonite? Orange kryptonite. Which... Not a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> All the other well, kryptonites they mentioned well, I mean, are. Red and green I mean, are real. Kryptonite's not a thing either, just FYI. Or Jor-El. Or Superman. <laughs> <laughs> or dog. Some would argue kryptonite is real. Because it is real. Yeah, it's a... It's, also it's a real a, mineral. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was a real mineral. Okay. okay. And it's a good three doors down song. It's a three doors down song. <laughs> <laughs> that song was huge. That was the one that got them famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, so, but the orange kryptonite, you know, Lex Luthor pulls this meteor towards Earth because it's supposed to give him superpowers or whatever. Turns out it only works on animals. Yep. Okay, sure, because humans and dogs are really that far apart in the fucking food chain. They're not. <laughs> hint, they're not. Salty. Um. And it turns out that the the animals at the pet store that Crypto is hanging out nearby end up with powers because some weird hairless gerbil gets them powers, which is awesome. Don't call her a hamster either. Sure. It's a guinea pig. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah you, I missed that. You, I said I, gerbil, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I that. You know what it reminded me of? You guys, Richard, uh, another, another Warner Brothers property. Remember, you ever seen the pink version of Tweety Bird? Oh yeah, that's what she looked like to me. Like, uh, for, am I wrong though? I, 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 don't, I don't like it now. Yeah, but that's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I had that in my brain the whole time. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the weird guinea pig, you know, is trying to meet up with Lex Luthor because apparently she loves him. she loves him, and yeah. that's also weird. weird. Too, Not kind of is <laughs> inappropriate. And that's the whole story, right? Yeah. Of yeah. the ends up the the guinea pig is what takes down the entire Justice League. Yep. Where's the rest of the Justice League? Well, but it's, it's you know it's it's Lex Luthor's guinea pig takes down Superman's dog. It, yes. it makes sense. But I mean, uh, it no, just, she also takes down Superman. Yeah. No, I understand. But like, those are the two that are pit against each other. Is the sure? Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, <sighs> and Crypto does Superman dog things, and obviously, all is right in the world by the I end mean, of the day. Uh, the story is cookie cutter, though. It just, it just yeah. Is. I mean, he's a pompous prick. He needs to help with people that aren't pompous pricks. They end up helping he, him in the end. He learns humility. Everyone, yeah. we can be friends even yeah. I, I, I was surprised how hard they leaned into the Superman story in the beginning. I didn't think we were going to get... That's the actual canon story. So here it is. Well, Fairly besides the dog. the dog. Yeah. But, oh, like, right, but I mean... Still. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. I think you're right. They leaned into that a little bit, which is good. But this... So, like, one of the problems with this movie is it takes too long to get going, I think. I think the first half of this movie is significantly worse than the second half of this movie. And it takes a long time to get there. So uh, that that is one of the one of the, the negatives of this film, and it's not an overly long movie. So a large chunk of it is basically useless. It's build up, yeah, and it's all just build up. Like, and you're in a kids movie, you don't really need all this. Now, there's some good story points. You know, learning about Ace's Ace's background is okay. So that's that's a good story. That, that's a good that's, story that's, a, that's an actual good part of this yeah. film about how he was a bad dog, but yeah. he saved that little kid's life probably. Exactly, you know? and, and not and, probably did. Well, and one of the and it's, he gives a good line where he he said he said I and I do it again. I do it all over again. Yep. And he goes why? And he just he tells him why. It's just it's a good movie moment. There, Absolutely. There are there's like glimpses of like oh this is a decent movie, and then there's DC stuff that happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? So whatever. <laughs> I love how those are mutually exclusive over there. And no, you're not wrong about that. That's a great. And I, I want. I knew what can happen because we hadn't seen the family yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I wonder if they're going to try to. I wonder if he's going to make somehow reignite or reunite, reunite. Sorry, with the family in the end, mm-hmm. and the little girl will remember him. Yeah. Wouldn't that instead be cool? of being Batman's dog, it'd be a lot cooler if the little girl was the Green Lantern. Maybe, but I also really like the fact that it was Batman's dog because Keanu Reeves is perfect in this movie. Sure. Twenty lines of just pure comedy. Don't gold. you ever Better just say him. in this movie. 
as oh, a period. human. Period. As a but like, human. No, but every single line Batman gives, I was laughing. Like, they're so good. All of them. Like, <laughs> he's on the train, I still laughed at that. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. No, it's it's good. And then, like, and like at the very end, when they're comparing their backstories at the same time, and with that weird, like, animate, like that, that cut cartoon animation, oh, I, it was so good. It's just such a great part of that movie. And I love when Lex is, he's trapped and. He says something about I turned my I turned my office into a rock chip. All billionaires have yeah. it. And Bruce goes, it's, it's, it's true. true. Yeah, it's true. Perfect. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Yeah, Batman. This movie, I think, is Batman is the highlight for me in this movie. He's and good. I I know you guys don't like this take, but I like the turtle. Okay, that's fair. I thought my, she my, had my, some, my, I think my wife also enjoyed that character a lot. I didn't though. I thought she had some interesting lines. Um, I, she's also very inappropriate. Yep. I wonder, but I I, I also did enjoy that. The sound <laughs> you do love a, you do love a solid crunch into a yeah. microphone. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And then like when she took the the grenade in the end, yep. put it right back to the cat. Which I love the cat too. Now I did enjoy no, the, the cat. cat was my, the cat was my favorite part of this movie. Well, here's my question to you: Is favorite scene? I is say. that a weird scene to put in a kids movie without the line, without the cat's last line? I've ate I've ate more lives. If she doesn't say anything. They just killed that cat. No, I'm 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 cool with them killing that cat too. I think it would be a it would have been a fine and a bold choice because that cat was trying to kill them too. Yes, but, but that cat's it. it's a meme upon itself at this it point. It is the, the the really innocent looking cat is yeah. also a devil. It's got a fucking rocket launcher as a tail. Dude, listen, That's fucking awesome. The cat's powers are too. the cat's powers are top tier. The cat's attitude is top tier. The voice like, is incredible. Oh, listen, and and, and it it also plays off of the adults in the audience because it's because they they pull straight from um uh, Freddy. Oh, I did hear the one-two Freddy's yes, coming for Yes, it's you. the whole thing. I wondered, you know, she didn't say anything past the first verse. But like, I was like, did I really hear a Freddy Krueger yeah, reference? Yeah, it absolutely was a, a, oh, was yeah. a Freddy reference, yes. I, yeah, which I really appreciate because yeah, I'm into Freddy's all that kind of stuff. coming for you. Yep. Three, four, better shut the door. Yeah. Wait, five, six, better... Whatever. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Move along. No, no, what's the... What's so the, the cat was awesome. I don't, I don't remember. Okay, yeah. Cat, cat was a nice touch. I yes. did enjoy that. Well, I, but I, we needed more of I, that. I loved it. Yeah, we need more of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Less of them walking through the streets sniffing. Yeah. Well, however, I, I I liked when Super when Crypto tried to sniff and just ah. yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that. You know what I mean? Like, one, the one thing you want to talk about inappropriate to start this movie off right in the beginning is the dog sitting on Superman's head. I was like, wow, this is. This is a weird. Stuck take. his asshole right on his. Oh face. yeah. <laughs> Rod appreciated that. Yeah. Listen, every movie should have butthole scenes. <laughs> where's Chris Pine when we need him? Yeah, That's right. <laughs> Beautiful butthole, Chris Pine. Um, I thought that was a weird way to start this movie. I really did. I, yeah. I just there's a lot of red flags in this for me, and I don't usually get those in animated films because usually they're usually animated films are usually more clever and crafty than that. You know, if they're 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 gonna they're gonna do a sex joke, but you gotta bury it deep enough that you know the kids won't get it. But like they didn't care on this any. Um, it's almost like they didn't care about that. Yeah. Well, the other side of it is too when we talk about animation, animated movies in general, not just animation, animated movies, is when we have an animated movie from a big studio. Okay. Anytime there's a Pixar, anytime there's a straight up Disney, anytime there's a DreamWorks, we have a higher expectation of this. So next time there's a Warner Animation Group movie, I will have much lower expectations because yep. until they do something good <laughs> again, yep. yeah, I would just assume that it's not. Yep. Because like, look, we were all disappointed that Lightyear was mediocre. Yes. Right. I'm and kind it, of just, it, and I'm, it was mediocre. Well, so, there's no denying that. Well, I'm in the same boat with this movie where I, I guess I expected more. 
it's, it's my fault. I, that, that's me. I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is, at best, mediocre. Yep. yep. And we have seen animated storytelling has come so much farther in the last 15-plus years to get movies like this. It feels like Warner Brothers, at least their animation studio, is seven years behind at this point. It does feel you like that. You know what that. I mean? Well, okay, so listen, I can I can deal with data animation if the story's good. Well, I, just, yeah, yeah. I can deal with great animation if the story's not so good. Like, you can't just be bad, or you just can't be below yeah. average. You can't well, be below average on every story, yeah. every yeah. facet. Yeah. Now listen, it made money. Well, content trumps anything else. Strength of story Story matters. Story matters. Not, it, yeah, it does. Well, it's just matter. like in a comedy. Making me laugh matters. Yep. <laughs> it, just, it just does. I don't know. Like, so let's talk about the last scene in this movie for a minute, like the big climax. I had fun with it. I thought it was good. But even for me, that went a little too long, though, right? It was long. The, yeah, I it was. mean, the last, the last, like fifteen minutes of this movie are too much yeah. of the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a three phase boss fight, literally. It, no, screen. you're right. Yeah. I was, I was glad it's a raid boss fight. It is. Yeah, it's long. I mean, but I mean, you knew the movie couldn't end before the what the, the something the solar paw punch, punch or something whatever they said death yeah. punch or something. You knew the movie death couldn't punch. end. So like, as soon as I was like, okay, we need, can we please get to that so we can end yeah. the movie. I was just not having a good time. I didn't like the end of it. Although I thought the, one of the most endearing parts was the end when they all matched with their their new pets. Yes. Which look, yeah, we all saw it nice. coming. I could have had more of that than true. You know, I give me five more, minutes less of a fight scene. Yep. I could have had more of Bat Dog and Batman like trying to not want to be friends yeah, with each other. Yeah. But you know, they were you know, yeah. they're their boys. Yep. I mean, I could have done more of that. As a matter of fact, this movie could have been. More of them together the whole time, right? <laughs> the, I, the, I would argue, yes, a, a Ace Kevin Hart movie with Batman Keanu movie is a better story than Crypto the fucking Super Dog. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Spin like off. instead of Crypto, it's weird. Yeah, it's like there's been 13 Batman movies and five Superman movies. You know what I mean? Weird. I love what. I love what. Wait, he's talking about people who knew he was Batman or something, and yeah. he like he starts naming them, and then the scene goes away, and he comes back, and he's still naming. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty clever yeah. too. Although we saw again, you saw it coming. Like you saw it coming from yeah. a mile away. I'm not saying predictability matters a lot here. I'm saying I saw it coming. How funny was it to have Wonder Woman lassoing a giant pig and hitting and hitting a villain with it? Though I thought that was hilarious. Every time you saw the pig on the lasso, just smack smack the giant guinea pig. I chuckled because that's just great imagery. I didn't mind the guinea pig army either. I didn't either. No, I thought, I thought that was fine. okay. Yeah, it's a good way to just throw a whole bunch of different. Villains I like that they turned out to be good. Well, two of them. Two of them. Two of them, two of them did, yeah. I assume the other ones Mark were dead. Mark and Kevin? I assume the other ones were dead. I thought sure. that's what you said, dead. Like, wow. Well, no, I... Well, they just went back to being guinea pigs. I mean, no, I assume no, they're, that they're, they're dead. dead. Crypto fucking killed him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, flat the other. Yeah, yeah, like when he punched one, it just exploded like a fucking water balloon. No, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he just straight homelandered him. Yeah, just, <laughs> he threw one off a building, and instead of it oh. bouncing to its death, it just splatted. Now we need a, mo- a movie about homelanders, dog. Cause that oh. would be a far better movie than this. You know there is a boys animated thing, the diabolical stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. You haven't finished that yet. I haven't finished that I yet. Have not finished the <laughs> when you're ready to talk about it. Listen, when you guys are ready to digest all of this. My wife is now watching the boys, though, so I, we can on, watch this together. Of, we have a lot of dead time in the next month or two. We should fit that into one of our second episodes. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. It's fine. It's fine. But no, I mean... Boys is miles ahead of DC. Listen, Disney. if I gotta watch the boys again, fine. <laughs> <laughs> or Ted Lasso, fine. Uh, I did do that on vacation. You watched Ted Lasso? I, I've watched Ted Lasso again. I am well. I have two episodes left for the second season, and I'll be done again. How'd so. you watch it? 
On your phone? Like 5G? I mean, I have a television. I watched it at my house when I returned. Oh, 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 okay. I was like, how do you... I've been back for several days. Okay, Okay, fair. Um, I didn't didn't rush home today to come to this podcast. Uh, I mean, hmm. I, I just don't... The more I think about this movie, the more disappointed I am. Same with Grandman. Well, no, I mean, Chris put it in perspective. It just... Yeah. Just is what it is. Thanks, DC. Again. Well, yeah, not only is it DC, it's, it's geared for kids. Yeah. It's a kids' movie. It is. And they can't even fucking do that right. So... <laughs> Somehow you fucked up an animated kids movie with Superman's dog voiced by The Rock. And Kevin Hart and John Krasinski and... Yeah, I mean, you have an A-level cast and you fuck this up. Uh, yeah, A-level budget, A-level cast. I, I think is that it? Hold on, is, is 90 million at a high-level animated budget though at this point? Like, I don't know. But Minions was... Well, I thought Minions was like 80. You said on, 60 find, or 80, something like that. Yeah, we'll find out. Much yeah. lower and looks much better. Well, here's the thing. They already have that stuff. They they already know what they're doing with us. Yeah. That ain't for that ain't fresh animation. Well, don't forget, they had to make their own assets for this, most likely. They didn't have this in the tank or like they do well, for Minions. Well, I mean, we're definitely going to get a sequel to this. I imagine we're going to get a sequel to this. Was it, was it success, Minions successful? Minions only 80 enough? million, so you're right. Was no, it successful not, enough for... Box office, no. I was gonna say maybe we don't get it. Maybe we don't. Well, we do can we talk about one last thing before we wrap this up yeah, about yeah. DC in general? You saw the the shelf Batgirl, right? Yeah, that's, that's oh god, deal. yeah, it is. That costs as much as this movie. Yep. Ninety million. It's a ninety million plus loss. Why shelf this and not you know? Why well, shelf well, that? Well, so but I mean the real question is right. You own HBO Max, right? HBO Max. You're, you're the same company. You just could put it on there instead of. Purposely icing it. There's got to be a reason why they iced it instead of putting it on HBO Max. But I mean, it's so. Here's the thing. It's not like they stopped production. No, it's, it's done. done. It's yeah, done. And it's even edited. Yeah, it's it's, it's a done movie. So that doesn't make any sense for me. Like, I, I that's something. Well, there's more to it than. Well, that's what I mean. So at this point, we don't have enough information on why they did that. But look, I didn't expect jack shit from that movie, right? Because why would I? Yeah. But it's weird for them to just be like, "Nope, shut it down." They're, they're like, "It's already done." They're like. Throw it away. The, <laughs> like, delete it. <laughs> this may come out of left field, but, like, the only thing that leads down that road to me, it, it has to be for political reason. The only reason why you would just straight can something like that would be optics from your viewers. Period. End of discussion. So there's something that, that made it through all the way to, to production and to editing, and they went, and then someone said, no, we can't do this right now. There's just no way. Just I mean, that, or, it's just, or it is really, or the, the, they couldn't save it and it's really atrocious. And they're like, we cannot release another fucking dark garbage movie. We can't do it. So they're going to eat that money. Especially after Batman was as successful as it was, well, too, a, maybe. <laughs> okay, so I agree with either one of your ideas could be correct. But so say hypothetically it's the second reason, okay, yeah. right? Or even the first. Okay. You don't have to say you're never releasing Yeah, true. You just use the word delayed. Delayed, yeah. And listen, when you when a movie gets delayed, you don't expect it two weeks later. No, you I mean, expect it a year, a year later, mm-hmm. if even that. I mean, two years. You later. chose to say no, never. Yeah, I read an interesting theory online that said that was what they were using to restart the universe, and they're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, look, I'm just saying. Well, I I just don't understand why Bat was it Batwoman, Batgirl, Batgirl. Why that would be where you'd be like, we're rebooting everything. Because listen, that Flash movie is fucking KO'd, bro. Yeah, well, Ezra I mean, Miller's crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> that's done. He's gone. Yeah. That movie is never coming. Nope. So their whole, most of my whole glorious idea to reboot 
How much, see, how much money was sunk into that project that isn't coming out? We'll see. Maybe well, at least it. at least it's not done. Hold on, maybe so, hold on. that we know of. Hold anyway. on, maybe that's it though. I mean, we're just speculating. We don't know for sure. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe but you know what? Maybe he's in it. Well, that's the thing. Is maybe he's say. in it. Ooh, probably, good or, call out. Or maybe it's it's intricately woven like the Marvel movies are with each other, and like we can't release that. It's not going to make sense without the Flash movie yeah, coming like, afterwards. Like by the time they cut everything, yeah, it's like it's, right. it's like one third the movie is gone. Yeah, it's mm. possible. Damn. Why do people? Why can't stars just not be asshats? Why do why? they have to be? Hey, not all why, stars are assholes. Why did you use Ezra Miller when you just could use Grant Gustin from the WWE show? I will show? forever, I will forever champion that because he was fine. And he all he wants to do is and, not be the Flash and, anymore and have him. <laughs> no, and no, it's true. And, no, and have him do the movie versions and then walk away from the yeah. character would have been the fucking like coup de gras for him. Yeah, for real. Well, because here's the thing, he's he, so tired. The, of Flash, the Flash, the Flash was so big on its first season that it uh, he was, it would have been the. The perfect call, but for some reason they went with Ezra. I never understood that. But yeah, the Flash is in the seventh season, and it's just like he doesn't want to be there. He just wants he to be it. dead. It's like <laughs> fucking contract. <laughs> <laughs> just want to do something else. Yep. He's so good at that role, though. He is perfect. It's perfect. For I just, it. I, I, it's amazing to me how Marvel can be so good at what they're doing and so successful, and DC just can't find anything. Well, legitimately, it's kind of mind blowing. It ultimately boils down to they started so much farther ahead, and DC was like, "We're just going to skip all the way to third base." <laughs> Again, you've been playing catch up with a studio. This is the wrong place for this discussion. Don't get me wrong. No, it's true. Yeah, it was, you, we need to be done with this. Yeah, bit. you've been playing catch up with the studio from the start instead of just doing your own thing. Time out, time out. What? And then on top of that, you have people that aren't passionate working on these projects except for maybe like you know one and they got rid of him so when you have people that are passionate and you are and you're and you're focused on your own your own product instead of whatever else is doing you'll make good things this is why you know we've the success of marvel is there compared to what dc is trying to catch up with instead of just playing the groundwork with people that care about the products they're making yeah, um, I mean, we, we've knocked on DC for a long, long time. We have done that. We will continue to do that, obviously, going forward until they make something better. Give us ammo. But, yeah, well... Yeah, they, they really do keep giving us ammo. Like, it's, it's sad, really. Yeah. It's, it's pathetic. The last thing that I'll really say about it, though, honestly, is for all the DC properties, their animated stuff especially, because none of it's been good so far, all of their live-action stuff, most of it has been bad. Instead of focusing on the bigger interwoven narrative make a single good movie at a time string three or four of those together and then really and, start to do whatever you want string them just barely remember how marvel started it was an end credit scene yeah, that's all it was you know oh my god and then you got another end credit you had a whole movie that didn't touch anything besides what it was about and then you get that little bit and a 15 second clip at the end yep instead Not of even. leaning in hard to a connected universe right away you just haven't you haven't earned it. Yeah, you've yeah. got to earn it. You can't just jump on it. One good one at a time. Make two good ones after that. You know, well, it's, it's all just, of a sudden you've gone four years without a disaster of a film. And, well, it's, just, it's it's a real shame because in order to restart, you've got to get. I mean, Wonder Woman doesn't exist, and like that's the best thing they've done. That's, well, I mean, that's better than nine so out of ten Marvel. Movies. I would argue that they don't have to restart everything. Yeah, but you just stop some of the characters for a while. Yeah, I mean. So here's the thing. 
Marvel doesn't have more fans than DC fans. At nope. least not not in the comic book sense. Maybe now that these two studios overarching are probably now. Yeah, though. yeah, now. But like when this started, you didn't have more on one side than the other. No, just as many people like Superman yeah. and Batman. So as your like fan Iron base Man. is already built in. It's just the care you put behind it. And instead of taking the fast track to think you're gonna make more money, you had people lay groundwork and be patient. And now, look at the dynasty that that Disney has. You have literal, just catalogs of movies. You have a streaming service with shows and other snippets and other things all in one place for a fan base that you know that loves them. And I guarantee you, most a lot of your DC guys are not watching Marvel stuff because it's the better stuff. You know, they've, they've even taken, and you know, from the opposite side, if you want to choose sides, because their stuff is just made better. You have it there with your own fan base. You just got to take your time and do well, it. Well, the one thing DC has not been afraid of is to spend money. They just spend it poorly. There's a difference between spending it and investing money and throwing the money at something. No, I, I agree. But, I mean, just remember, they have made multiple movies over $200 million that have been absolute disastrous flops. Yep. And, obviously, the amount of money you put into something does not have any equal to what, equal to what comes out of it. However, if you're going to put that much money into a terrible movie, how about you just put some of that movie into one fucking good one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lower the budget, make it better. But for, look, in their defense, Ezra Miller was not their fault. No, no. So, I mean, True. That, that what, is correct. What, what, what However, that, I, I really do, now that we brought that up, I really do think that that's really going to fuck their plans up. No, oh, 100%. Yeah. It has, it has I could talk about this for hours, by the way. <laughs> I love it because Roger's so happy. He's so proud of his theory about the Flash. Dude, listen, that was so fucking funny! <laughs> God damn it! Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, you piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> Went right uh, in. That's okay. Yeah, 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 well, I mean, look, he's, oh, he, yeah, he's no. a turd. He's a turd. It's a, he's it's probably driving here to shoot you. From what I've heard. <laughs> he's that's, not hard up right now. That's he what, might. Well, that's what I heard. Like, last uh, last time I saw him, he was in a car driving across a desert with guns full of guns or whatever. Jesus. Yeah. Fucking what? awesome. Is that a real yeah. thing? Why would I make that <laughs> up? I don't know. I thought it was, like, sexual impropriety. But, but well, anyway. no, there's that, too. No, okay. That's on top of. He'll get you when he gets here. <laughs> Oh man, I mean it's, just, it's a shame with DC. I just I, we keep talking about this, but it's really kind of you have to at this point try to mess it up to keep messing it up. I don't, I don't get how you can make Wonder Woman and everything else. It just doesn't compute with me. I, how, I don't know how you make Wonder Woman, and then you make Wonder Woman ninety nine. Yeah, how you or make the second one? Whatever, yeah. yeah, I don't know how you. I don't know how that happens. Oh my god, that was so atrociously bad. It's like one of them is the best and the worst of the of the DC films. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty damn close. And if you, if you think one of them two is not the worst DC movie, you you better go rewatch all of them again because it's, it's damn near the worst. If not Wonder the worst. Woman, the second Wonder Woman movie is worse than Thor: Love and Thunder. It, it, by far, that's saying it a makes lot. Thor: Love and Thunder look like a best picture candidate. All right, boys, let's move the score in this. Yeah, yeah, let's DC do that. League of Super Pets. I'll go first. Um, I had a great time with this movie with my kids and my wife. We, it, movie theater experience was great. Movies, the movie takes too long to get going. The la- the the climax is a little drawn out, but a lot of good laughs. I I enjoyed myself way more than I thought I would. This this is a seven for me. This is like this is the same quality of minions in my opinion. My kids like this more than they like minions. And that that matters to me. Okay. I'll go. This movie's a five. It's as hard as a five as it can be. It is average in absolutely every category. Animation, animation style, voice acting and story. Five. Same, same with me for Roger. It, it's movies about as cookie cutter dry as you get. A five is average. It's mediocre at best. That's kind of what I thought. As soon as I, as soon as the movie was over and I walked out of the theater, I gave it a five and I didn't look back. And I, I don't think I'm wrong. So, 
Uh, I can support my answer 100%. When this movie comes out on on HBO Max and my kid wants to put it on, I'm like, all right, cool. What if DC League of Super Pets is what restarts the DC Universe? Well, at least we'd be on even ground. It's possible. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Louise. I, I mean, John Krasinski has been Superman and he is... The, isn't he the new... He's uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, he, so he's in both worlds, in both universes. Yeah, that happens, though, with voice acting stuff. Yeah, of course it does. A lot. All right, gentlemen, this has been... 290A of For the Love of a? Cinema. Each uh, yeah, thank you. It's A. Each episode <laughs> Tuesday morning at 5... Oh my goodness, Roger. <laughs> Each episode supposed to be Tuesday morning and, and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I'm at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I'm Chris Bond. Don't forget to check out the page on Facebook. Always posting things there. Check us out on YouTube. We have made our return. We are back, baby. For the Love of Cinema Podcast is our For the Love of Cinema Podcast at gmail.com is our email. Send us a message there. And next week, we're going to be taking a look at taking a look at Bullet Train. And 13 and Lives. 13 Lives on Amazon. We haven't checked that one from Amazon lately. So no, it's been a bit. Right there. You excited for that one, Roger? No. Your anxiety is going to be yes. way up there. Mm-hmm.